0: Welcome to Opening the Door podcast. Join me as we unlock the door to our psychic and mediumship abilities. Today you'll hear a conversation I had with Fati. We talk about following your calling and what that has felt like for her, her jewelry making, and of course her own spiritual journey. This was a really fun conversation and I think you're going to find a lot of inspiration in this episode as well. But before we hop into the episode, I just wanted to remind you that my website is live. You can find the link in the show notes here. You can find the podcast there, shop for guided meditations and mini readings, and also my books are officially open for longer virtual readings as well. So go ahead and check that out if you haven't yet. Enjoy the episode and remember, don't be afraid to open your door. Today we're welcoming Fati to the podcast. Artist and creator Fati Shakari is a working intuitive tarot reader, psychic medium, and crystal enthusiast. Her business, Amor Fati Intuitive Arts, is a woman-of-color-owned business that started in Charlottesville, Virginia in 2021, originally as Mystical Sunshine Company. Fati creates radiant, handmade crystal jewelry to empower the wearer and provide energy for their highest loving good. Each piece is intuitively crafted and blessed with positive energy and intentions to aid each soul on the path they're on. She has always been very passionate about helping others heal and feel empowered in their own skin. She provides intuitive tarot readings to assist others in taking back and standing firmly in their power. She truly believes each soul is intuitive and will never be led astray when they believe in their own power and knowing. She encourages all beings to follow what lights them up, along with those internal nudges. Always, Fati, welcome to opening
1: the door. Yay! I'm so excited to be here. That was such a long intro. <laughs> <laughs> no I worries. Keep it short, but it's fine.
0: <laughs> it's perfect. It. I feel like it really encompasses your vibe, which I totally love and appreciate. So yeah, just so 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 happy to have you on and get to know you a little bit more and have listeners get to know your practice and and all that good stuff. So let's start with just the basics. Can you tell me a little bit about your own spiritual journey? Where did it start? And how did you end up where you are today in your practice?
1: Oh, man. Okay. So it started about... Five years ago in 2018, um, it kind of was a dark beginning as I think a lot of the times it is. Um, You know, we usually get triggered by something that is really heavy. And so in 2018, I encountered the passing of my cousin, whom I also consider my brother. And honestly, after that, it just... It was a really dark year, but I really found that I was able to really just spend that time to go like within, um, I started meditating a lot. Um, I was always into meditation, like when I was younger, but I never realized that I was meditating, like when I was doing it, cause I didn't know what it was. I was just like, Oh yeah, this feels good. Let's do more of that. Um, and then that year between like 2018 and 2019 like you know and like is that when the pandemic started? I don't remember. 2020. Okay. So like 2019 end of 2018 2019 is when I like really started to dive into like the meditating and kind of reading and um listening to more podcasts and I don't know that's just where it really started um and then around yeah, it was 2020 when like the pandemic really hit. Um, I went back to California to visit my dad and I had completely forgotten that a few years prior to that, I had purchased my first tarot deck Um, just at some metaphysical shop in Santa Cruz because I have an aunt that is really into energy healing. She's into crystals. She's into massage and all those things. And You know, she was like, Oh, they're taking aura pictures. Like, let's go do one. (laughs) And I was like, Okay, why not? And so I had purchased my first tarot deck and I completely just forgot about it. Like, I don't even know where it was or how I found it again in 2020. I was actually starting to help my dad, like, uh, move out of his apartment to, like, move somewhere else. And so I was just kind of getting rid of stuff. And at that time, like I said, you know, we were all on lockdown. So I had nothing, I had nothing better to do, but to meditate. And I just spent like so much time alone, just like with myself, trying to learn more about myself, learn more about like spiritual practices, um, literally meditating so much that I just had like, you know, all these crazy experiences. And then eventually it was like, okay, let me just like, you know, I have this deck now. So why don't I just start? And so I kind of messed around with that for a little bit. I was just doing readings for myself. Um, I had a friend at the time whose sister, you know, came to hang out with me the night that I was like finishing packing and she was going through some stuff. And she was like, hey, you know, I know you're still practicing with Tarot and, you know, I've never had a reading. So like, would you want to do one for me? And I was like, well, well, damn, (laughs) like, I guess like put me on the spot And she was like, well, it'd be cool because it's like practice for you. And then like, I've never had one. So, you know, it would just be like, cool. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, as long as you're open-minded, I'll go in with an open mind and let's do it. Honestly, after that, I feel like it really just took off. It was insane. Just the accuracy, how like things started coming in. And then after that, I just kept... You know, doing it for myself, doing it for friends, um, really just learning to get to know my intuition, taking some workshops with um another podcast that I listen to. So the teachers are from Enlightened Empaths. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar, but great pod. Started- we'll plug it because we love Denise. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Amazing. Denise is my everything. She is just fantastic. So yeah after I started doing like you know taking some of their classes and stuff and I was like okay like this is cool like learning more and more also found out that I was in fact a medium through taking one of those classes (laughs) I didn't know that that's what I was doing when it was happening Um, but you know that's how it all just like comes to be it's just so serendipitous I think and it's funny because I never really understood like what that word meant until Things started happening and like becoming more synchronistic and like paying attention to all these things it's just been it's been a wild few years
0: <laughs> yeah I love it I feel like I love your the part of the, your story where you basically were just like I'm gonna allow this I'm gonna allow it and it just like started yeah. flowing I fucking love that it oh. did
1: um And it's crazy because, you know, even as a child, and I know a lot of intuitives have this, but as a child, I always knew that I was different and I always had like experiences growing up, like with the paranormal and like my intuition and like, you know, basically like seeing things before they happened or like dreaming things and, you know, nobody ever talked about it. So in my head, I was just like, okay, cool. Like, this is nice. Like, I don't know what this is, but it's nice because it's helpful. Never could I have imagined that, like, you know, now I'm in my 30s and I'm like, oh my god, the signs were there all along, you know, and just the way that it's unfolded has been crazy. It's been you feel like
0: anybody else in your family has the ability to tap into this stuff too and are just like, won't just won't do it,
1: yeah, and I feel it's from both sides, okay, so like. My dad's side, you know, his sisters are really intuitive, but they don't really like use that language, right? Except like I said, the younger one who, you know, in her years taught us, and she always had like these crazy like geodes around her house. And like, you know, she's the one who always like took us to like an energy healer and talked about all this stuff. But for whatever reason, it didn't click back then. And then his other sister, my older aunt, I remember this one time when we were kids and she was sleeping, like she was sleeping in her room, the lights were out, you know, and me and my cousins, we had like baked cookies earlier on in the day. And so like, we snuck out at night, you know, just to like, go get some cookies and milk and just like powwow. And I just remember her hearing, stop what you're doing or what she said, stop what you're doing. Don't even think about it. Put the cookies back and go to bed. And I was like, how did she know what we were doing? (laughs) She's literally in her room in the dark sleeping. Like, I don't understand. So, you know, I always thought about that because I was like, okay, these bitches are psychic and I just know it, but they just never talked about it. And you know, in all of their homes, I had always had like weird paranormal like stuff happening, but nobody ever wanted to talk about it. Um Mm. And then my mom's family, like they're highly sensitive. Like my mom, she doesn't understand it, which was like, you know, she's learning a lot from me now that I've been staying with her and my sister for so long now, like the last couple of years. Um, But it's so funny because like, I've always seen it in her, you know, and I just never knew like what that was. And she didn't know what it was. She was probably like me when I was a kid, like, oh, okay, that's cool. Like. Sometimes I have this feeling and sometimes I'm right and sometimes someone's like okay or not okay and stuff happens. But again, none of them talk about it. So I'm the one that's just like, "Hey, it's your girl, you know, like they'll even ask me to do readings, they ask me questions about the moon cycles." And I'm Somebody's like, "Somebody's got to
0: do it. Somebody in the family has to do that." Do one. It. Yeah.
1: And you know, I'd be surprised if I like if it wasn't gonna be me right like because it's always been me so it's just funny because you know people never talk about it and you're just like oh my god it's there and you can see it like once you start practicing you see it in everyone and I'm like how are you guys not seeing this (laughs) like how do you it just blows my mind. I know. It's so funny. Yeah. I, I
0: totally agree with that. Once you start sort of, Oh, op- I also think that once this, at least this was my experience. Once you sort of start opening up to your own intuition and your own abilities, I found that the people around me also started having either experiences or also just being more in touch with their intuition too like it was yeah. almost like a little domino effect. Like I was like, Hey, I'm doing yeah. this. And then people would text me and be like, Oh my God, this thing just happened. And I'm like, Oh shit. You know, <laughs> that's so
1: true. Yeah. And I always tell people, you know, cause I'm like, even before I knew like the proper terminology for like all the work that we do and what we're doing and experiencing from a young age, I was always in touch with my intuition And so I would always tell people like, you know, you should follow your gut. Like just, it'll never be wrong, you know? And I didn't know what the hell I was saying back then. And I'm like, oh no, you knew it was there. And, you know, it's like, I say that more and more. And like you said, it's a domino effect. Like people around me, like really close friends who are like family um, or just people that I've met, you know, outside, like that I've spoken to. it just. It's crazy how like once you start, then like, you know, they like start to kind of pay attention. They're like, oh, that was weird. Or, oh, that was weird. And then, you know, they start throwing around the words and the terms. And I'm like, yeah, I love, I love to see it. What about,
0: since we're talking about family a little bit anyway, did you, when you sort of started to do this work, obviously you have your website up, you're, you're kind of doing it out in the open now. Did you have any sort of like pushback from family, any big questions, anything like that, that happened?
1: Well, I'm experiencing a little bit of pushback now um, as far as like doing the work and stuff, like when I was practicing or when I do stuff for them, it was funny because they're very religious people, you know, like I come from an Islamic background. And so it's funny because, I mean, I feel like in every culture and every religion, like there's like, you know, there are things like they're, are psychics there are seers like all these things exist but it's like nobody talks about it right or it's like frowned upon but then i find it funny because i'm like even though my family considers themselves so religious and carries themselves a certain way they'll ask me hey fati like can you do a reading for me like i just want to see what's going on and i'm like all right i guess like we can do it but you know like it's it's interesting. Um, But for the most part, I didn't really get too much pushback until, you know, now, like I said, I am more open about it in my business. So I started reading like publicly last year, like out in public. And that was with intention. You know, I told myself like, okay, we're going to go to this event and our, intention is to do readings and if somebody comes cool if they don't that's cool too but we just have to put ourselves out there and like you know see what it's all about because like i've said i've done it for friends for family and like people in passing but i've never done it face to face and so after that that one event i was like oh my god i'm actually really good at this (laughs) my confidence skyrocketed I had a line the whole two days. Okay. And I was like, what the hell is happening right now? Like, I could have never dreamed a better scenario, you know? And it was just insane. So, ever since then, I've been much more public about it. And it's something that I want to grow a lot more because, you know, like you read in my bio, one of my biggest passions is to be able to help people and to help people stand in their power. And I feel like, when you're giving intuitive readings you know it's literally for a stranger but you're just like connecting and they see that and it's happening right in front of them so it's like oh my god it's like an actual miracle you know and so I just think it's so beautiful to like be able to do that and it's something I'm so passionate about so and it's just fantastic last part about the pushback Something that I experienced um, this past month that I left in May to go visit some family in California, you know, all of a sudden people were like asking me like, oh, so how do you get by? Like, how do you make a living? How do you afford your lifestyle? Like, you know, what are you doing? And it was so offensive. I was just like, bro. It was so apparent to me and it was like kind of heart wrenching because I was like, these are the people that I thought were my supporters. But it's like, because they can't like physically grasp the idea of what I'm doing, it's almost like there's no way you can do this. It's like completely impossible. And I'm like, how is that? (laughs) How those two things cannot exist, like coexist. You know what I mean? Like, you can't say, oh watch your words because your words are your power and you manifest this and then tell me that I can't make a living with what I'm doing because I'm like those two things literally cannot coexist it's one or the other you can't believe them both you know mm. so it was really eye-opening because I did get a lot of pushback and people are like oh well I'm just trying to help you and I'm trying to do this and I'm like I didn't ask for your help I'm doing just fine you know like I'm living out my dream and I never thought that that would be possible and here I am doing it and of course you're gonna definitely get pushback from people who just like can't fathom the idea of taking a risk so huge like on themselves you know oh yeah
0: yeah like total sort of just like putting their own limiting beliefs on you yeah totally under the guise of they just oh, want to take care advice. of you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they just want to help. They just want to tell
1: you their perspective and they're just worried about you. <laughs> you. literally, I'm like, oh my God. Like, I'm literally not living under a bridge. Like, I have a roof over my head. I'm just fine. Like, these aren't even people that I'm asking anything from, you know? Like, and let's be honest, I would much rather live under a bridge than ask those people for anything. Right. <laughs> if you can quote me on that. But it was just. It was really eye opening. And I think, like, after having that experience, like, now I'm even more confident. I'm even more firm. Like, I'm even more in my power than I felt like I could have ever been. Like, I've never had this much confidence in my entire life. <laughs> okay. Ooh, I love like, that. Game changer. <laughs> yeah. So let's, let's
0: chat on that a little bit more. So obviously you've mentioned a little bit, like helping people really step into their power and live within their power. What are some, like some tips for listeners? What are some things that people can do to like help themselves step into their power and sort of harness some of that
1: confidence? (sighs) Honestly, it's a daily thing, you know, and it's okay. So here's another plug. Wayne Dyer, right? There was this talk that he gave, I don't even know how long ago, but when I was in the you know beginning stages of my journey, um I was listening to this talk where he used, you know, the sentence, I am then I am. And he said, you know, if we're all an extension of God, source, creator, whatever, you would never say anything bad about God, right? or source, whatever, you would never use negative terminology. So being that you're an extension of that power, how can you say like continuously anything negative about yourself? And that talk hit me, okay? Like it hit me like a bag of bricks. I got it tattooed. Like I have the words I am tattooed like right over my heart because it really like, it was just so profound for me in that moment. And, you know, I feel like a lot of us, whether we're intuitive, um, just whoever, whatever you are in life, you know, you have those passions, you have those dreams from like a young age. And of course, it's society it's life it's all these things that find a way to you know deter you from your path but it's like if you go back to that and you think about how you felt when you experienced those things or you felt those things or you had those dreams like I just feel like every single person like there's a reason for that you know and I always told myself from when I was younger, I was like, I'm never going to get married until I'm self sufficient. I'm going to have my own business. I'm going to help people. I don't know what it's going to be or how I'm going to do it. I just knew that that's what I wanted. You know, I didn't go to a traditional school. I didn't just do all the, you know, typical things that people do. And I just always knew that. So I feel like if you feel that in your chest, if you feel it in your gut, like you just know what your soul wants, you owe it to yourself to go after that. You know, Um, now I'm crying. (laughs) (laughs) But because I just feel so passionate about that, you know, because it just is the truth. And just like, you know, as far as like, Being more confident, like that's a daily practice, but I also work with crystals, okay? (laughs) So um, that's something that I'm also like a very firm believer in because they're beautiful, yeah, but they also come with a purpose and they have their own energies. And, you know, a few years back is when I first started with crystals too. And I just feel like if you're called to a specific stone, there's always a reason. You don't have to know anything about it but there's a reason for it and so you know i work with a lot of yellow crystals now but i usually always go to like whatever calls to me and i let the stone choose me intuitively because god knows it always does okay and there's always a reason i learn about it i'm like oh what crystal is this i look it up and i'm like well shit you know, like your throat chakra was blocked. I've been working with blue kyanite lately, and I—you can tell—it doesn't really feel that blocked anymore. Right? I love it. <laughs> it makes sense, and I just really feel like you owe it to yourself, right? Like I've experienced death already so many times, and going through those things and losing certain people—it just like it really does make it so much more eye-opening that like our time here is limited you know and nothing is ever guaranteed so it's like why would I waste my time doing something that makes me unhappy like if you really believe that you're here to just like kill yourself for a minimum wage and never be able to be happy fuck that um, I feel for you (laughs) Um, but that's your journey right and I wish that You know, we could just keep spreading the word. And I hope, you know, at some point, people do wake up even more and just like realize, like, that is not the purpose. But again, every person's journey is their own, you know. But for me, like you said, fuck that because there's, I can't. I went to school, I worked retail for X amount of years. I kept trying to like put myself in these boxes. And that's one thing I will say for people to pay attention to, like, if you feel like you're literally being drained of your life force and you don't have any passions, you don't have any hobbies, like you don't do anything that lights you up, take a step back, man. Like it's time to reevaluate because, you know, working at corporate jobs too, I experience the fact that every single one of us, like when it comes to like corporate America, or whatever, We're all replaceable like no doubt nobody gives a shit about you okay and if they did like I doubt that the company would be doing so good right if they did they would pay you (laughs) exactly they would pay you they would like you know they would give you time off they would just like do all these things to make you feel like a beautiful human being like you deserve but they don't do that so me learning the fact that I was replaceable and expendable I was just like well fuck that because why would I waste my time here then and not go after something that fills me up you know like I'd rather do that and know that I failed but at least I tried than to just sit here and wonder every single day like what if I had left this job what if I had done something different for myself you know and it's not easy you know, I get it. We all have bills to pay. Some people have kids, they have homes, they have all these things. And I totally get that. I'm not saying just get up and quit your job. You know, I mean, great, do it hundred percent. But if you can't just find little ways to incorporate those things into your life so that you can give that energy to it daily, weekly, monthly, because it will fill you up. And at that point, like when you're realizing like, you know, weighing the options of what really matters. I feel like your perspective will change. Yeah, absolutely. Like
0: do something to feel something, you know, it's so important. Anything, (laughs) anything, anything at all, (laughs) anything that's
1: positive. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Yeah.
0: But I, I definitely relate to that feeling. I had sort of the same feeling when I a few years ago when i just started feeling like if i don't explore this mediumship and this psychic and this sort of like weird witchy spiritual world that i'm interested in and if i don't hone these abilities that i just know that i have i'm going to regret it so much like i saw like i just saw myself in the future when i was like 55 being like yeah why didn't i do that and yeah. and a lot of the time like i will be like, I want to do this. I want to do that. And I don't do it. But on this, I actually acted. And I am so, so, so glad that I actually (laughs) did that. You know,
1: it takes a lot. And, you know, like following your passion, following your dreams, following like that calling, it truly is not for the faint of heart. But at the end of the day, honestly, I just feel like it's worth it. I mean, you literally have nothing to lose, you know, like there's jobs everywhere. If you really need to go back, like There's so many ways to make money, you know. Like, we're lucky that that is an option. But at the same time, it's like, okay, well, time is of the essence. You know, time is like the one thing that we can never get back. So, you know, you just owe it to yourself to feel good, do things that make you feel good, do the things that you enjoy, go on an adventure. Like, who cares? (laughs) You know? And just no one cares, you know? (laughs) Nobody cares about you the way that you think that they care about you, you know, like nobody pays attention to you this much and nobody's judging you the way that you judge yourself. So it's like, okay, well, I think I deserve to do at least this, you know, and just see where it goes from there. It's, I went on a rant. I do that. It's
0: okay. I love the inspiration. (laughs) And you know what? I, I have a feeling it was for a reason. I think you were meant to, you were meant to rant. I, I really love it. What are some of your favorite ways to access your intuition, whether it's for before you might might jump into a tarot reading or just for your own self?
1: For my own self or all of it, honestly, it begins with meditation for me. I just usually for the mornings when I am on a good schedule, I will probably just look up a new morning meditation. Um, And sometimes I do one, sometimes I do three. You know, just depends on how the day is going. And that's just a really great way to just wake up, get back to your body and just like really feel good within yourself, you know, and giving yourself those moments of peace because I am an anxious person if I've ever met one and being able to just do that for myself helps me significantly. And then, of course, grounding, you know, I personally love to go put my feet in the dirt and like in the earth. It just feels so good. Um, sometimes I joke about my boyfriend, he does gardening. And sometimes I'm like, well, can you just build me a box, fill it with dirt so I can lay in it? Like, <laughs> that's what I would really, <laughs> really love to do. <laughs> just because I'm like, okay, soaking in the earth just feels so good, you know? Yes. Um, But those are like, the main ways honestly and then of course I like to have like little cleansing sprays and do cleansing showers with like you know like um pink Himalayan salt and Mm -hmm. some oils but I really just kind of let I quiet down and I allow my intuition to speak to me for that day you know and it's like that will usually guide me on how I'm feeling and what I'm going to do. Are we going to do a meditation? Are we going to journal? Are we going to do some yoga? Are we just going to go sit outside and lay in the sun, you know, because those are the things that matter, right? Like those are the things that feel good. And of course my intuition always like tells me, oh, if you're going to go do a reading for someone like a certain deck will catch my eye or a specific crystal for the day is just like, oh, I haven't, Use that one yet or I haven't used that in a while and then of course I'll realize after paying attention like oh that's why like you know maybe I needed the extra energy I needed some confidence I needed something calming you know it just really being able to quiet down and just like listen to myself and not second guess myself anymore I used to second guess myself a lot and so now I just trying to make it a point that i'm actively listening to myself and just learning that intuition is it's so subtle like it could be like a split second thought and you're like am i crazy like i don't know but just like that littlest thing could you know change the outcome or direction of your day and like how you're feeling and what you're doing so just really being able to pay attention and you know quiet yourself down a little bit.
0: Yeah. And I think like recognizing that that's intuition, like I had the funniest and this was a really stupid moment. It really didn't mean anything. Well, maybe it did. I don't know. I was just cooking (laughs) carrots for dinner last night and I was like thinking about timing of it. I was making pasta too. And I was like, okay, should I take these out of the oven? And I just had this really quick and it wasn't my own thought. Like, I know it was intuition because of how fast it was. It was like, just leave yep. it in the oven until you get the noodles out. And the yep. carrots turned out great. And you know what? If I had taken them out earlier, they probably wouldn't have been as good. And it's just like the tiniest little moment. Obviously it's it's oh. not as consequential as something huge, but that's just like giving yourself the tiniest little moment to recognize yeah. your intuition and just trust it and, and you know, give it- truly you know let it let it listen to it and and do it and
1: yeah yeah I mean and I mean with food too right like you're taking the time it's a meal it's something you're nourishing your body with like regardless of what it is like you said it could be the most minuscule thing but it could make a huge difference you know Mm -hmm. and just really listening to those subtleties because it really do be like that (laughs) yeah it really is
0: (laughs) So you mentioned sort of like cleansing, like aura cleansing showers or like bath ritual. Can you take us through what a ritual like that might look like for you?
1: Oh my God. Yes. So I, oh my God, like with this whole journey too, I definitely started taking way more baths because you know, that's just the you time. Like you're not distracted by anything. You're just relaxing, like it just feels good. And so now when I take my baths, you know, I usually will select like, I don't know, five or six crystals. I'll line them up against the tub. Um, I run the water super hot. I love to use different kind of like Epsom salts. And, you know, I know there's a lot of intuitives and stuff out there that, you know, have like their own little bath soaks and things like that. So maybe at some point I'll do one of those. But for the most part, I like to do like anything with pink Himalayan salt because it really is cleansing. Like it completely just rejuvenates you. And then just, I have fun with it. You know, I don't follow like anything specific. It's just kind of like, oh, this essential oil feels good. Or maybe I'll use a little bit of this. And it just kind of like, It's like making a potion that you're soaking in. I love it. You know, for witches everywhere. (laughs) And, you know, of course I follow people on Instagram who are really like big about energy cleansing and things like that. And so like, you know, you get a little more ideas, whether you're adding fruits or adding herbs and just like little things like that, just to really make it count. But again, that's also an intuitive process, right? Like just don't even think twice about it. If it feels good, grab it throw it in there and of course learning through all this work how water is a conductor of energy who would have thought right being that we're intuitive beings it makes sense you know for us to just like bathe and bask in that and like i said salt baths are so so good like you just feel so cleansed you feel rejuvenated like it just it clears away all the stagnant gross like residue from the day from people just you know and you don't again those are things that we would have never like thought about right Right. but the more you dive into it the more you do so yeah I just sprinkle in some oils some herbs the salts have crystals everywhere. I turn the lights off. Um, I know a lot of people, I don't know. I feel like people have told me that I'm a little bit weird for taking, um, baths in like darkness, like pitch black. If I can, I, I feel like that would freak me out a little bit. I don't know why, but (laughs) well, I love watching scary movies and stuff. So I totally get that, but (laughs) You know, in a world where we're just so on all the time and like our senses are always going, I'm somebody who does get overwhelmed and sometimes I just need to shut it off. Yeah, and that so, is
0: almost like sensory
1: deprivation, like floating yeah. in the tub, lights off. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's a vibe. I'm telling you, just try it once. Like if you don't want to, it's fine. Just try it once. But if not, then, you know, light a candle. Sometimes I light candles too. Like it'll just Ooh, yeah. be, you know, pillar candles or like something that smells good and feels good even just a little bit of candlelight helps but oh, yeah. it just I just feel like
0: I, I could definitely vibe with the candlelight not pitch darkness but a few feel good pillar candles <laughs> definitely love that one thing I love to do when I do I don't have a bathtub at my house but my when I house sit slash dog sit for my parents obviously they have a tub. So I usually do a bath when I'm there. And one of my favorite things to do is like, yeah, I'll do like bath salts and all that good stuff. And then I'll like set an intention, like a little intentional phrase. And I stir it into the bath water with my hands. So I'll like say the intention and I'll stir it in. And then I feel like I'm just like steeping in that intention.
1: That's amazing. I I love, and I love that. It's really fun. That's fantastic. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely do it. It's really fun because it also feels like it makes you not have to think about your intention the whole time and you can let your brain relax and just kind of like yeah. know that the intention is already stirred. Yeah. in. Or, I or love whatever.
1: That. Yeah. That's
0: Let's That's talk good. about your jewelry making a little bit. Obviously we touched on it a little bit in your bio, but can mm-hmm. you tell me a little bit more about your process and you know, how you go about making your jewelry?
1: Yeah. So uh, that's crazy too. So I went to fashion school. Okay. I didn't go like, never did I think in a million years that I'd be making crystal jewelry. Okay. (laughs) And really enjoying it, to be honest. You know, I started that probably like, what was it? 2021, a little bit after like the first part of the pandemic and stuff. I honestly started with making um, prayer beads um because for whatever reason like it was something that I always wanted to do and I was like oh you know let me just start there started with that and then started seeing like okay people are making rings and stuff and I was like okay that's kind of cool like that would be dope you know had my little sister start making them first because I was like I don't think I can do that like that looks weird but then you know how teenagers are like they're just space cadets so I ended up having to do it myself and then I just realized like I really like to do this you know and it's crazy because I really just feel like each stone has its own intention and its own energy and I really feel like I don't have a method like when I'm making stuff it I really just tell people like it does what it wants to. And I'm just like the conduit, you know, like I just intuitively make everything. I don't have a plan. Like sometimes you see people on Instagram and they like have these designs that they're like sketching out and doing XYZ. I Y, Z. I don't do that. It doesn't work for me that way. For me, it's just like, okay, like I'll kind of lay out, you know, the stones that I have and I'll lay out the wire and I'm just like, okay, like what feels good right now? What what do I feel inspired by, you know, and I usually just start there. And sometimes it could be like a charm or a specific stone. And I literally just like, I don't know, it just comes to me intuitively. And I'm just like, okay, like wire wrapping doing this and that. And I'm just like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then I just like, you know, whatever comes into my imagination. It's crazy, man. I never again, I think it all starts with meditation. <laughs> like- yeah. That's so cool. It Thank almost you- feels
0: like, like you're like, it's like channel jewelry, you know, like it's, yeah. it's really coming through you. Like the creation process yeah. is, is coming through you and not from you. And I feel like that's such a cool, oh,
1: like, that's chills. so cool. <laughs> that's great. Thank you. Cause I never, like I said, I never, I just think about, you know, like I see a charm that I like and I'm like oh that could be kind of cool like let me just see what I can do with this or like I'm usually inspired by the color of the stone or just like how I'm feeling that day and like just what feels good and you know they I'm just the hands the the jewels do it the stones do it um I don't know it's wild yeah I feel like
0: that's it's a really cool way that you transferred obviously like we talk a lot about in like psychic mediumship work and intuitive tarot, you are also the conduit, you know, things are flowing through you and not really from you. And I feel like it's a really cool thing that you've transferred into a very physical
1: item. Like that's fucking cool. It's crazy. And the thing is like, I, and that's how I know, like, it's just so intuitive because no piece of jewelry that I make, like, I don't have doubles of anything, literally everything is one of a kind like even my rings like you know they might have the same stone but the design never comes out the same like every single one is different and so I think that's really because you know it's just really individual um and I don't know it feels really personal because like when somebody finds something they're like you know it's just something that like matches their energy or matches their vibe and it just feels good for them and like them knowing like this is literally the only one and you'll probably never see it again <laughs> like because I can't remember it's just like you said when we're doing intuitive work you know when I'm doing readings half the time I don't know what the hell I said it just like came through me and then it's gone it's the same thing um honestly with a lot of my jewelry like it just comes through it's a one and done and whoever gets it great for you but you'll never see that thing again (laughs) yeah yeah and it's like did I make that yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) sometimes I can I can tell usually like if something is mine but like sometimes I can because I'm like wait did I make that it was weird you know but I'm like well nobody really has my style around here so it's definitely mine but sometimes I just I really don't know it's so crazy. cool.
0: Yeah. It's so funny how, like, I think people call it psychic amnesia. Like I had a message pop through for a friend of mine from their guides that just like would not go away. Um, yeah. like this was week like a m- month or two ago at this point, but I texted her and I was like, Hey, can I give you this message? Like just asking, cause it's really popping through for you. And yeah. she was like, yeah, of course. So I gave her the message as like, I just sent it in a voice note. And Mm. as soon as I sent it, it was just like gone from my brain. Like I, it had been in my head, in my head, in my head, in my head, like every day telling me the same thing, thinking of her with this phrase. And I was like, what the hell is going on? And then I had some sort of (laughs) epiphany. I was like, oh, this is her guides popping through with a message. (laughs) (laughs) And as soon as I gave it to her, my mind was like, it was just clear. again. And I was like, oh, it's so interesting how that happens. Well, this has been such a fun conversation. I have one last question for you. What can someone who's listening right now do in their life to open their door a little bit more to their natural psychic or mediumship
1: abilities? Oh man, just pay attention, you know, pay attention, take notes. I know it sounds ridiculous, but it does help. Cause you're just like, Oh, okay. That makes sense. You know, but just like do little things to test yourself. Like those little fun. When people post like the, Oh, the intuitive, like crystal things on Instagram, they're like, Oh, what crystal am I holding? I've gotten really good at that now. <laughs> I just think like, have fun with it. You know, it's not supposed to be something crazy. Just have fun with it. If there's something that you feel called to, whether you know it's tarot, whether it's crystals, whether whatever it is, just give yourself that time to be able to explore it and have fun with it and just see where it goes because you just never know what the hell's going to happen, you know? Yeah, you really
0: don't. I love that advice. Great, great advice for everyone to hear. Can you tell yeah. listeners where they can find you on the internet?
1: Oh, Lord, yes, okay. So website is AmorFatiHealing.com. Instagram is at AmorFati underscore intuitive underscore arts. And I'm on Facebook for the same stuff. If you ever want to shoot me an email, just AmorFatiHealing at gmail.com. I'm always happy to answer questions, give guidance and things like that. So
0: Thank you. Wonderful. Wonderful. This conversation was so, so much fun. I think people are going to love this. Fati, thank you so much for coming on and sharing all your wisdom.
1: I really had the best time. And thank you so much again for everything. This has just been the coolest. Thanks for
0: listening to today's episode. If you love the podcast and listen on Apple, please be sure to rate and leave a review. If you want more from opening the door, follow along on Instagram at opening the door podcast. Have a question about psychic work or psychic development, email opening the door podcast at gmail.com. And you might have your question included in one of our future Q and a episodes.